Do you ever struggle with your fuzzy brain? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've learned from my struggles with chemo brain and executive functioning disorder. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now entrepreneur, with 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, mom of a teen, a wife, and a lifelong learner. I've discovered that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget important appointments, we can learn to be more productive. We can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and much more manageable. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and your systems so you can be more focused and organized. When our daughter was six, she told me she wanted to sing. She and her best friend were in the back seat of the car, and they were talking about their life goals in between lots and lots of giggles. I suggested the church choir and was met with a resounding and adamant no. So I asked her her plan, and she said, Mama, I'm going to go to school of rock. Okay. So as soon as she turned seven, I took her into the local school of rock right here in Fairfield, and she was placed on her very first show. This teeny tiny little pipsqueak of a daughter was going to be on who? It's hard to picture, but she's this tiny little thing with a giant voice. Anybody who knows her uh, knows this. I I remember her singing when she was three in the church choir and cherub choir actually and she was the loudest by far and I was assured by the wonderful Alan Murchie who was our choir director at the time that that was going to be just fine that it would all turn out fine. I was a uh, singer in a glee club so I was much more used to blending. At any rate about several weeks go by and I realized that my sweet innocent angel-faced little seven-year-old was going to sing who are you? Not only was she going to sing, who are you? But near the end of the song, the words are, who the fuck are you? Now, I'm not a prude. I've been known to swear like a sailor. I do know the time and place. But no seven-year-old mine was going to sing that over my dead body. (laughs) Fortunately, the director had already changed the words to who the heck are you? And we were just fine. So who the heck are you? That's what today's episode is about. Maybe you've started eight projects and finished none. I'm the queen of the 80-20, things 80% done and 20% left to go. You're running to the meeting late again and they're so boring. You feel like you're so busy, your hair's on fire. It doesn't matter how hard or long you work, you're still spinning on the hamster wheel. You feel like your life is completely out of control. You're so overwhelmed, you just shut down and play 10 more rounds of Candy Crush. Next thing you know, you have to work late again and miss your kids' play, soccer game, dinner with your spouse, again. Your spouse calls you lazy, your boss tells you you're on the verge of losing your job, and you feel like you're an over-apologizing, no-good piece of poo. Why can't you just get it all together? Everything you want is buried under a heap of papers, frustrations, broken promises, and unfulfilled dreams. It's a self-fulfilling nightmare cycle. Stop the world 
we want to get off. Now the good news. You're not lazy. You're not stupid. You're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. You might have what's called a brain-based challenge that's causing an executive dysfunction. Okay, now let's simplify all that medical mumbo-jumbo. Often brain-based challenges are ones we can't see, except as possibly evidenced by those large piles of paper on your desk. They can be things like a traumatic traumatic brain injury, post-traumatic stress disorder, attention deficit disorder, either ADD or ADHD, chemo brain, depression, bipolar disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder, or Alzheimer's. All of these can cause cognitive struggles, also known as issues with executive function or executive function disorder, EFD. The struggle is real. Executive function has to do with how you focus your attention, set your priorities, manage your time, plan your activities, stay organized, and that biggie, your memory. I carry a keychain with a tag that states where the fuck are my keys for a reason. And also because I think it's so dang funny. Yes, I've experienced all of this firsthand. I get you. Add chemo brain to whatever reason I already had for being a bit flighty and forgetful. Sounds like EFD, right? And I can assure you, it was a train wreck. Actually, I thought I was a train wreck. It's not a good feeling. In the spring of 2016, after chemo, I discovered I not only had chemo brain, but I also had chemical depression. The oncological psychiatrist, say that five times fast, would have us believe that it was from the cancer, but I wasn't at all depressed pre-chemo or even during my treatments. So my bet is on the chemicals designed to kill you. You know, if you survive all that chemo, you win. So I have to tell you the pork chop story. I know, I know, plot shift. I was in my chemo brain class, and one of my classmates was telling a story about how she lost the pork chops. And yes, there really are chemo brain classes. They teach you ways to keep track of things and use your memory. And I don't know, it was fun. All kinds of word games and things. So on this day, there's a woman telling a story about how she couldn't find the pork chops and how devastating this was for her. Now, if y'all know me well, you know I would have made some funny joke about the pork chops because losing the pork chops is funny. I would have told her, eh, no big deal, it's just pork chops. Tell your husband to take you out to dinner. And that would have been that. If you're a survivor, you do get to laugh about these things. But instead, I was in tears for her. Not just tears. I was sobbing about the pork chops. And of course, I was sobbing about everything losing the pork chop meant for all of us in the room those of us with chemo brain. Because let's be real, cancer treatments suck. But I knew that that moment, that that wasn't me. That's not how I normally would react. I mean, I definitely have a streak of wise ass in me. And it wasn't there at all. That's how I knew something was really wrong. And believe me, I got help right away. By the next day, I was seeing the oncological psychiatrist. God bless the folks at Norwalk Hospital for jumping straight into action. It wasn't my first depression, but so far it's my last. (laughs) Because what I learned in that depression was that I can never guarantee that it's my last depression. But I can live my life fully and wonderfully well. So living life well, let's talk about that. If you have executive function struggles, it might be more of a challenge to live life well. It certainly has been for me. 
But I've learned systems to help me manage my executive function funkiness. And I've learned how to accept my quirky brain that sometimes runs a whole lot faster than normal, as Peter Shankman is known to say. If you haven't read his book and you have ADD, faster than normal is like the Bible. It's amazing. With the right systems, I can harness my brain power and use it for good. Instead of being an endless source of frustration, that makes it my superpower. How would your life be better if you accepted who you are right now in this moment? What if you could learn some simple tools and systems to harness your superpowers? Together, let's make it impossible for you to fail. This is my why. I help people like me so they don't have to struggle like I did. And if you're already deep in the struggle, again, I want to reassure you, there's nothing wrong with you. I would love to help you. It's my greatest pleasure and privilege to help people who are struggling with executive function disorder. So I started with my daughter's singing, and that's how I'm going to end. I, I don't think I'll sing this song because it's a little long. Speaking of gifts, singing is her gift. It's her lifeblood, and it's absolutely her why. Imagine being only 14 and knowing what your why is. Frankly, I think she's known it since she was about six. So cool. So last winter, she had the part of the bearded lady in our school's Winterfest performance, which was themed around The Greatest Showman. I think it was an amazing show. But you know, I'm the mom talking. So I'm going to end this with these words she sang. It brought me to tears then, and knowing me will bring me to tears now. <laughs> I really wish I had a way to splice in her actually singing this, but that's way beyond my technological genius. But here are the words. Another round of bullets hits my skin. Well, far away, because today I won't let the shame sink in. We are bursting through the barricades and reaching for the sun. We are warriors. Yeah, that's what we've become. I won't let them break me down to dust. I know that there is a place for us, for we are glorious. You're not broken. You're a warrior and you are glorious.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.